Trading at Schwab is now powered by Ameritrade, giving you even more specialized support than ever before. Like access to the Trade Desk, our team of passionate traders ready to tackle anything from the most complex trading questions to a simple strategy gut check. Need assistance? No problem. Get 24-7 professional answers and live help and access support by phone, email, and in-platform chat. That's how Schwab is here for you, to help you trade brilliantly. Learn more at schwab.com slash trading. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Folks from Interbrands, Breakthrough Brands, ringing that closing bell. And as it sounds, we are awaiting the latest numbers out of Apple and Twitter. A higher close on the S&P 500 index, up less than a point to 2169. But again, nonetheless, Dow Industrials down 18 points to 18,473, a drop there of 0.1%. NASDAQ up 12 to 5110, a gain of 0.2%. Stocks spent much of the session fluctuating as housing data bolstered optimism in the economy and raised the possibility that the Federal Reserve may strike a more hawkish tone on interest rates after its two-day policy meeting. Earnings from McDonald's and Caterpillar painted a muddle picture of the economy. McDonald's shares down 4.5%, Caterpillar up 5.2%. An acquisition to tell you about, Analog Devices is buying linear technology at a value of about $60 a share. Consumer confidence little changed in July as Americans remain positive about the job market and the business environment. That's according to numbers from the conference board. Lynn Franco is the board's director of economic indicators. She was interviewed today right here on Taking Stock. Yes, it's sort of nothing gained, nothing lost, I think, is the theme this month. We did see a little bit of an uptick in the present situation, so we know that the economy continues chugging along. And uh, looking ahead, consumers are cautiously optimistic, as they have been now for quite some time. Under Armour's second quarter profit fell 57%, hurt by the bankruptcy and liquidation of one of the largest sellers of its products, Sports Authority. S&P 500 index up less than a point to 2169. Dow Industrials down 19, a drop there of 0.1%. NASDAQ up 12, a gain of 0.2%. Gold up 40 cents, 1319 the ounce. And crude oil down 33 cents, 42.78 a barrel, down 8 tenths of 1%. 402 on Wall Street. Now the other stories making news. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. President Obama will speak at the Democratic National Convention tomorrow night. Bloomberg's Nathan Hager has more on the story. Will the president make a pitch for D.C. voting rights? It's something advocates have been waiting to hear, but mostly in vain over the last seven and a half years. The Washington Post reports President Obama's only spoken out once in favor of D.C. statehood. That was two years ago at a town hall event when a D.C. resident asked him about it. But statehood is in the Democratic Party's platform for the first time in 16 years, and that has delegates holding out hope the president will give it a mention when he takes the stage this week. Nathan Hager, Bloomberg Radio, Washington. Republican nominee Donald Trump addressed veterans at the National VFW Convention today in Charlotte, North Carolina. He accused Hillary Clinton of being lax on national security. We know how 
She takes care of the veterans. Just look at her invasion of Libya and her handling of Benghazi. A disaster. Donald Trump's running mate, Mike Pence, also spoke to the veterans group, praising his home state's record when it comes to vets. Pence said Indiana has the second lowest unemployment rate for veterans in the nation. Police Commissioner Bill Bratton says the department has invested in new equipment to help protect officers who respond to an active shooter. Bratton says the money was allocated to the NYPD 18 months ago, but the city's putting a high priority on getting the equipment to officers as soon as possible in the wake of shootings in Dallas and Baton Rouge. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, we are awaiting the latest numbers from both Apple and Twitter. We did hear from Akamai's second quarter adjusted EPS, 64 cents, matching estimates of 64 cents. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates emotion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg taking stock, movers and shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Movers and shakers for Tuesday, July the 26th, 20 is 16. Taking a look at the constituents of the S&P 500, 311 issues advance, 192 issues decline, and two remain unchanged. Joining us in studio to begin our movers and shakers is Bloomberg News Stocks reporter Joe Scioli. Joe, great to have you with us. Thanks. Uh, first off, we have uh, Analog Devices. This is a semiconductor company that um, it, it was announced is in advanced talks to acquire linear technology. Uh, analog is up about 4%, uh, and that was before it was halted on the news. Linear technology, the target, was up about 29% before it was also halted. And um, and really, this is a continuation of the record pace of semiconductor consolidation that we saw in 2015. And, um, and really what we're seeing is the, the semiconductors uh, across the uh, the market being lifted, uh, the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index, up the most since January uh, and also sitting at the highest level since October 2000. Well, uh, casino stocks, if you own some today, you might be pretty happy after billionaire and casino tycoon Sheldon Adelson said he's optimistic recreational gamblers and tourists are spurring a recovery in Macau's hard-hit casinos industry. And this came as Las Vegas Sands, which where he is chairman, CEO and founder, reported mass market gaming revenue in this Chinese city that it was up in June for the first time in two years. Uh, we saw Las Vegas Sands closing up nearly 6%. Wynn Macau, uh, the Wynn, uh, more broadly, the Wynn Resorts, also about 6%. Uh, Galaxy Entertainment, and, of course, uh, just a little bit of a, a note of caution, I guess, because we've seen casino stocks rally in the past to retreat. But a casino building boom going on right now, Pim, is one of the reasons why people say this time it may be lasting. I'll tell you about the shares of Verizon, down about 2% today. This comes after the largest U.S. cell phone carrier's profits were hurt by a series of costs. One was that seven-week strike by around 40,000 employees. That began in April, and it was one of the largest strikes 
strikes by U.S. workers in recent years. Uh, Verizon said it cut into profits uh, from its wireline business. Uh, revenue fell 5%. Once again, shares of Verizon down today 2%. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. We have McDonald's. Uh, it's down uh, 4.5% today. That was its biggest uh, single-day loss since July of 2009. Uh, what we saw was the company reporting same-store sales uh, sales growth that missed analyst estimates, uh, which is stoking concerns that the U.S. fast food industry is heading into a recession. We saw um, some other shares uh, for other fast food companies, uh, Darden Restaurants, Chipotle Mexican Grill, and Yum Brands all fell uh, more than 3% on the day. Uh, we've seen some uh, negative commentary from various Wall Street um, research analysts, uh, Stiefel Financial's Paul Westra had raised concerns previously that the restaurant sector is hitting a downturn. So McDonald's down 4.5%. A tough day for Under Armour. Uh, the share price at the close down more than 5%. It reported disappointing 2016 second quarter earnings today. Just $0.01 cents a share adjusted versus estimates of $0.03 cents a, a share. They also announced today a move PM to reach a more mainstream audience by partnering with Kohl's. It will bring Under Armour's apparel to more than 1,100 stores across the U.S. starting in March of 2017. But it uh, looks like investors not cutting Under Armour too much slack today. I just wanted to mention uh, exact sciences. Now, uh, maybe uh, not familiar with exact sciences, the symbol EXAS, the stock up 30% today. Uh, this follows the release of strong second quarter financials. A uh, number, uh, rec- number of completed colon cancer tests uh, hit a record. Uh, shares move higher. They completed 54,000 what they describe as colo guard tests. These are uh, tests uh, that are alternatives to other uh, colon cancer screening options. Once again, the shares of exact sciences higher by 30% today. Time now for the Volatility Index Report brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. So see disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. What we call the powerful outcome today for the VIX up uh, 0.19 points to 13.06. And if we step back, though, and look at what's been happening to the VIX lately, let's put this in perspective. After closing above 25 just a month ago on June 24th, the VIX closed below 12 this past week. It marked the quickest decline from a 25-plus reading down to a sub-12 reading on record. A bad clay case of the blues, at least for one stock. And here to tell us more, Joe Scioli of Bloomberg News, Centene Corp. Wow, this is, uh, well, the health insurer. You're going to tell us the story. This is a bad deal if you're an owner of uh, Centene shares. Absolutely. So we saw Centene uh, down today uh, about 8.5%. It was the biggest drop in the S&P 500. And um, w- what we're seeing is uh, they actually had a really good uh, earnings report today. They exceeded analyst estimates, and they saw profit growth. However, um, the catch was they said they were setting aside at least $300 million 
to account for underperforming health plans in several states. And uh, if you may recall, um, I can refresh your memory, they bought this company called HealthNet last year for about $6.3 billion. And most of these territories, including California, Arizona, and Oregon that are underperforming, are actually uh, those that were included in that HealthNet deal. So it's sort of a buyer beware situation. Uh, you know, they, they forked over an awful lot of cash for uh, for these assets, and not, now they're uh, getting kind of hit on the way down. Um, they're um, they're seeing those underperform, and and they're needing to you know allocate extra funds to maybe soften the blow of their underperformance. And um, so what we've seen here is uh, the company's year-to-date stock uh, increase was was at 14 percent coming into the day. Uh, yeah, that's been you know chopped down to about four and a half percent now. So that's lost about 10 percent of its uh, of its um, year-to-date gain. And so it's it's been a very a very bad day for owners of Centene, uh down eight and a half percent. A thank, bad day indeed. Thank you very much, Joe Scioli. Much appreciated. So, Joe Scioli, we thank you. Uh, we're going to be taking a look at Apple's earnings. We're going to preview them coming up with Angelo Zeno from S&P Global Market Intelligence. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by the Golf Club at Chelsea Piers, where New York City golfers learn, practice, and play. The Golf Club features a full-hitting fairway, teaching academy, simulators, and membership options. To learn more, visit ChelseaPiers.com. Osage County, Oklahoma, is getting a lot of attention right now. It's the setting of Martin Scorsese's latest film, Killers of the Flower Moon. The movie is based on a book about the 1920s Osage murders when white men poured into Osage County and killed Osage people for their oil wealth. I'm Rachel Adams-Hurd, the host of In Trust, a podcast from Bloomberg and iHeartMedia. For over a year, I was reporting a different story about other ways white people got Osage land and wealth and how a prominent ranching family in Osage County became one of the biggest landowners here. Their ranching empire was built on land that at the turn of the century was all owned by the Osage Nation. So how'd they get it? Listen to the award-winning podcast, In Trust, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.